I'm giving you my two-week notice. One of the worst phrases any leader can hear. But it's happening more than ever before. According to a Microsoft Work Trend Index, found that 40% of people want to change their jobs this year. The pandemic has provided everyone in the workforce a different perspective on their life and their career. That different perspective includes how they see their career, leading to many changes in their career and how it interacts with their life. This has made retention a top priority for leaders. So welcome back to the Stop the Vanilla podcast. This podcast helps entrepreneurial and growing organizations solve their people issues to accelerate their growth. I'm your host, Steve Van Remortel. I'm Chief Strategist and Talent Advisor here at Stop the Vanilla. And in today's podcast, we're going to provide you the three steps to retain your talent and avoid getting you another two-week notice and for you to be able to defend against the great resignation. In recent months, my conversations with leaders have been becoming more and more focused on retention because the pandemic has really, now that it's somewhat wrapping up or moving, or moving past it, people are now again reevaluating their life. And to be honest with you, they have a different perspective on life and how their career fits in it. You know, are they working to live? Are they living to work? And so that is really um, a lot of people are starting to take action with this new perspective they have on their career and life. And they're leaving their current employers in great numbers, uh, so much to the extent that it's being called the great resignation of 2021. People are leaving their positions. You know, during the pandemic, people stayed tight. They stayed in their current role. They minimize the amount of change going on in their life just to get through the pandemic. But now the pandemic is in the rearview mirror. Uh, many people are saying, hey, I, I want to find something different. I want to find something better. I want to find something maybe that fits better into my life and into my priorities. And in fact, many of our priorities have changed. So retention of current team members is the top thing, one of the top things leaders are focused on right now. Not only do they have to make sure they hire the right person the first time, but they have to retain their current team members to support the growth of their organization. And all, this retention thing really comes down to one really key aspect of what we call being the shepherd of the talent, and that's feeding the primary motivators of an individual. When a, when a person's top motivators are being fed, they're going to be engaged. They're going to be motivated by their work. And therefore, they're not going to look for new opportunities. And you can measure the workplace motivators or the driving forces, as we call them, of every team member to understand what their primary motivators are, what their why is. Why do they work? Why do they lead? Why do they sell? When you understand their why and you feed their why, you feed, what we, you feed what we call the driving force, you feed their force, the chances of them staying go way up. Like we're talking 90-some percent chance of them, stay, of them staying in their current role when you feed their primary driving forces. Now, what do, what do I mean by driving forces? 
So for example, the number one driving force in the workplace right now is the intellectual driving force. That's someone that goes to work every day to learn. They're motivated to learn. They're driven to learn. And when they get the opportunity to learn every day in their role, that primary driving force, that intellectual driving force is being fed. When they get to learn in their role, they're going to be more engaged and they're likely to, to stay in their current role. People start looking for new roles when their primary driving forces are not being fed. So for example, if somebody has an intellectual driving force and they don't get the opportunity to learn at work, they're going to look for another opportunity that gives them that opportunity that feeds that driving force. Another driving force is the commanding driving force. The commanding driving force is the third highest driving force in the workplace, and that person is motivated to get ahead in the world, to win, to advance, to be victorious. It's about being successful. And so someone with a high commanding driving force, their why is to advance, to get ahead in the world. So having a career path that they can see what winning looks like, and they have a plan for, you know, they're in this role, and then they're going to move into this role, and they, they can see their path to success. If you're providing, if you're feeding the commanding driving force by showing them a way, a path to achieve success in your organization, the chances of them leaving just went way down. So this whole great resignation thing that's going on right now, from my perspective, has less to do with the changes that came out of the pandemic, but more to do with people wanting to work and work in a position that feeds their why. That their why they work is being fed. And when it is, that's a role that they're going to want to stay in. And if their why is not being fed, they're going to look for a new role. And the pandemic really, I guess, gave people time, motivated people um, to evaluate, is this the position that I really want? Is this position feed who I am? Does it feed my why? And now that the pandemic is behind us, people are looking for new positions to feed their why. The sixth highest motivator of the 12 driving forces is the resourceful motivator. And that's the motivation of being efficient and getting ROI, getting return on your time and your talents and your energy, which one form of that is compensation. So if someone has a high resourceful and they see an opportunity to make more money in a different role, uh, they may leave your company to make five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand more a year. I just had a leader tell me that one of his top team members left for a increase now, but forego a long-term stock option. Um, so this person was very much motivated by the short term. And these are things that you need to understand about each of your direct reports. What is the why of each of your direct reports? Because if you're feeding that why, if you're feeding their primary driving forces, they're going to be engaged and you're going to retain them. And the chance of retaining them goes way up when you're feeding their primary driving forces. Now, one thing about driving forces is, is that, you know, it doesn't it doesn't mean it's not important, but it, it's, it's, it just doesn't drive them. So, for example, if somebody has a low resourceful driving force, it doesn't mean money's not important to them because they want to provide for their family, but it doesn't drive their actions and decisions at work. So we can measure through the driving forces behavioral science assessment, assessment, we can measure and understand the top two to four driving forces of each team member and make sure they're being fed. And when you do that, 
you're going to retain them. They're not going to look for a new opportunity because they're engaged. They love what they do. Their why is being fed. And so that's a really important takeaway. And the number one action you can take to defend against the great resignation is to make sure each team member in your organization's primary driving forces are being fed. You can measure that through an assessment, and there are easy action plans that you can take to feed the primary driving force. So, for example, for an intellectual, you know, send them to conferences now that conferences are coming back. Give them books to read. Give them the opportunity to learn all the time, and they're going to stick. They're going to stay. So how do you defend against a great resignation? Feed the force. Feed their primary driving forces. Now, so that's, that's the first step, really. The first step to retaining talent is you have to understand their driving forces. And you can do that by asking them questions or you can have them take a behavioral science assessment result. And obviously we have these tools here, so you know, feel free to reach out to us at info at stopthevanilla.com and we will help you understand the driving forces assessment and if in fact you want to assess any of your direct reports to understand and feed their primary driving force, uh, please reach out to us. We'll help you do that. Then the next step for you to engage and retain your talent and defend against the great resignation is just to have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with each person. Uh, we call it the reboarding process. It's really reboarding each team member after the pandemic, now that the pandemic is behind us, and understanding, did the pandemic change their driving force? Did it change their priorities in their life? Did they, for example, previous to the pandemic, they were motivated by compensation. They were motivated by being resourceful. Uh, and the pandemic gave them a different perspective, like money's not that important anymore. I want to spend more time with other people. I want to spend time away from the office. I want to help others, be more altruistic, or be more harmonious, or learn more, whatever the change might have been. And so the second step in the process to retain and defend against the great resignation is to go through a one-on-one -on -one process that we call reboarding. And in the show notes of the podcast, we'll have the reboarding pro uh, process, and we'll also have the reboarding questionnaire. So as you sit down with each team member, you have you can have their driving forces assessments with you. If you don't have it, that's cool. The process still works. It's just a lot more effective when you understand their primary driving forces. So you go through their questionnaire and understand how impactful the pandemic was on their life. On a scale of one to 10, how impactful was the pandemic on your life? I went through this process with our team here and candidly, the pandemic did not have a ton of effect on our team. There were a lot of threes and fours on a scale of one to 10 as far as the impact that it had. What were the positive developments that came out of the pandemic? Um, you know, I got to spend more time with my family. Uh, negative developments that came out of the pandemic. You know, I missed being with my team. I missed going to the office. Um, I missed meeting with customers. Fourth question is, is, you know, have there been any significant changes in your, in your priorities in your life? Has the how and the why you worked change? So did the pandemic change your motivators? Did it want you, do you have different priorities now than you did a year and a half ago or two years ago? Like you need to understand if there was any change that took place in any of your direct reports. Did their motivators change? Did their disc graph actually change? Um, and so these are the types of questions that are in the questionnaire for the reboarding process. 
that you take your team through to make sure that you defend against this great resignation. You know, at the end of the day, as leaders of the organization, we are responsible. We have the ability and are responsible to enhance the engagement of those that report to us. And we have the ability to not only measure that, but also feed that. So the third step then in defending against the great resignation and retaining the talent that you need to execute your strategy and achieve your vision is to put action plans in place to feed the force, to feed their top motivators, to make sure that they're engaged and really enjoy coming to work. And that's what happens when you feed their, their, their primary driving forces. So step one is understand their primary driving forces. Steps two, step two is complete the reboarding process. Have a conversation one-on-one -on -one with each of your direct reports using the um, reboarding questionnaire that we're providing and the reboarding process that we're providing in the show notes and sit down and understand has the pandemic changed who and who, why, and how they work? Um, and then once you have that step down, step two, step three is putting actions in place to feed the force. We have to recognize that le we have to recognize as leaders that we are responsible for retention. We are responsible to make sure each of our direct reports are engaged, and and that. Their primary driving forces, the why they work, are being fed when they come to work every day. If you do that, your retention rate will reflect it. And we have clients that boast 90 plus, 94, 95% retention rate because what do they do? They feed the force. And, they and now they understand if any of, their direct, any of their direct reports have changed through the pandemic. I sat down with each team member and went through the, the reboarding process. We went through the questionnaire. And again, there wasn't a ton of impact on the pandemic, but it did certainly change some perspectives and it certainly changed my perspective on my work and why I work. And I've certainly, I, I've adjusted my schedule to, to you know, address that change. So as a leader, the single scoop here, the takeaway from this podcast today you want to defend against the great resignation? You want to keep the talent that you need and retain the talent that you need? Complete the reboarding process with each team member to understand their why, to understand why they come to work, why they make the, the decisions and take the action they do at work. Their why is called their driving force. And when you feed their force, you will retain them. So the single scoop is sit down with each of your direct reports, Understand their why and make sure that you're, you and your organization are feeding it every day. You will see your retention numbers go up, no question about it. So recognize that as the leader, you have the ability and the responsibility to enhance the engagement of those you're responsible for at work. You have to own it. Team members who are engaged and motivated by their work do not look for new opportunities, which minimizes the amount of times that you're going to hear the worst phrase that any leader wants to hear. I'm giving you my two-week notice. Here at Stop the Vanilla, we want to provide you the tools and resources to create a vision and then create a, uh, a talent plan to achieve that vision. And we do that through talent planning. And one of the first steps I want you to take in talent planning is complete the reboarding process and make sure you're feeding the force 
of each direct report and defending your organization against the Great Resignation. Thank you for spending some time today listening to the Stop the Vanilla Experience, where we explore how to achieve your vision for your business and your career in life with the right strategy and right talent. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on either Apple or Spotify. And we encourage you to visit StopTheVanilla.com for a ton of resources, including signing up for the Weekly Scoop, which is bite-sized content on how to have the right plan and right talent in your organization, your career, and life. And always remember, those who plan, profit.